Okay, Tov, today's daf is daf membeis in Yavamas, <coughs> as we learned for our four Shlema, for Yosef Azriel ben Chaim Michal and Elazar ben Reuma. Yesterday we left off at the, near the bottom of Mem Aleph on the base, Tanur about eight, ten lines from the bottom of the page. Tanur Abana, Yavamas, Shlosh HaChadashim Rishonim, Vizonas Bishal Baal. Now, a normal, a normal widow is entitled to get um, alimony, or call it maintenance, sustenance, from the assets, from the from the assets of her husband, even though she doesn't inherit her husband, only the children do, right? But <coughs> she's entitled as part of her ksuba as long as she doesn't get remarried. Because if she doesn't get remarried, it's considered covered for her husband. So because of that, we say that um, she's entitled to get mizonos as long as she doesn't get married, even if it's uh, a year or more. However, if there's a yavama involved, meaning if she if she falls even to her brother-in-law. So we learned yesterday she's not supposed to get married for three months, right? You have to, everybody, every woman should not get remarried to anybody after she's been living with somebody for three months. So the first three months, she's entitled still to the to, to get sustenance, to get maintenance from her, to be supported by her, uh, by the estate of her husband. So, at that point on, the Yavam should, uh, should fulfill his duties and marry her. At three months, uh, so therefore she's not entitled to any more nechassim. She's not entitled to get supported from the husband, nor from the other if he hasn't yet married her. Now, if he hasn't yet married her, she could take him to court and say, "Look, either marry me or give me chalitza. Let me out of here." Ahmed bedin, if she if he went to court, ubarach, and he ran away, trying to uh, uh, he was trying to avert uh, payment. He didn't want to have to support her. Nizonis Michelle yavam. She's entitled to get. Uh, support from the Yavim. Nafil is Yavim Katan. What happens if she fell before Yavim Katan? She was married. Her husband was 30 years old. He died with no children. Left a 10-year-old brother. 10-year-old brother's not capable of doing Yavim yet. Right? Or an 8-year-old brother, let's say. Because some say he could do Yavim at 9 years old. We'll talk about that later on if, if he can perform a Bia. But it's certainly not a regular... Uh, uh, he can't perform a regular Yavim. So, Nafil is Yavim Katan. What do you do? So in the oven, Lesla, she's not entitled from the oven yet because he hasn't performed even and it's not his fault. He's only eight years old, let's say. Mi baal mai, what about from her husband? So pligi bo rabach of ravina. There's a machlok. It's chad amr isla. One says she gets from her from original husband because yibam can't take place yet. The chad amr lesla. Vilchaso lesla, lochas, she has nothing. Aisha, who's she going to get supported by? Nobody. Mi shamayim kansua. She fell into a trap here, like, so to speak, God punished her. She, she got fined for some uh, you know, reason that we don't know, but so to speak, God punished her, meaning she was married to a guy who was 30 years old, died with no children, and uh, now, let's say, for the first, first three months, let's say she's entitled to nechassim from her, from her deceased, but now no longer because there's the oven, but the oven can't perform yibam. So who's she supposed to go after? Nobody. It's too bad she has to uh, fall onto the uh, kupat staka. Turn around, did, did you say that Gets from, from the ksuba. From the ksuba, she's entitled to she where there's no yavam. Where there's no yavam. If she's not married yet, the ksuba entitles her to get support from her husband's estate, even though she's not a, an heir. Only the children get uh, get um, uh, get the inheritance. But part of the ksuba says that she's entitled to uh, get supported until she gets remarried. That's normally where there's no yavam involved. When there's yavam involved, the yavam is supposed to take care of it. So if the oven doesn't marry her at the three-month mark when he's supposed to marry her or give her chalitza, 
and he runs away, she's entitled to go after his assets. However, if the Yavim is an eight-year-old child, there's nobody else, her 30-year-old husband died with no children, and left all her eight-year-old brother, eight-year-old brother can't do him yet, so in that case, she's stuck, and she has to wait till she he gets old enough. She, she doesn't collect from the Kasuba store. No, that's what the Gemara said. She doesn't get from the Kasuba either. Because why should that be? Why should that be worse? Because because here because here she's waiting for the Yavim. The Yavim is supposed to take care of it. The reason why she gets from her husband in a case where there's no Yavim is because it's like saying that as long as she's as long as she's not getting remarried, she's honoring her husband. So part of the Ksuba, the deal was, as long as you don't get remarried, you're entitled to get support from the estate. But when there's a Yavim involved, then the husband's out of it. The Yavim's supposed to take care of it. But if the Yavim's a child, so the Gemara says the Machlokas. One says, yeah, well, if he's a child, it's not his fault, so she can still get supported from the estate of her, of her husband. The other sheet is no, and that's the halacha that uh, it's just too bad for her. Yavim HaShacholtzu, two lines from the bottom of Mem Alphim Beis. Yavim HaShacholtzu Achim. We learned yesterday that Yibam Chalitza is only supposed to make after three months, right? Three months is a hafana for everybody. Ligamar said, what about Chalitza? Yibam, I understand why she can't get married within three months. Why? Because maybe, maybe the woman is pregnant, right? And therefore there's a child and there's no Yibam. Just say Shachshalom Makam Mitzvah, right? If, if the woman, husband died with no children, but she was pregnant, you have to wait and see what happens. If he marries, if the oven marries within three months, you can get into real trouble, Kares because maybe she has a child. Why not do chalitza? So, chalitza proof like Rishlakish will be passing before that chalitza of a pregnant woman doesn't work. And that's why you shouldn't do it. That was what Rishlakish would say. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, chalitza does work, but there's other reasons. Since she can't do even you don't do chalitza, etc., etc. But in any case, everybody agrees that, or at least Rabbi Yochanan would hold, that if you did chalitza, if you did chalitza, if she was pregnant, even if she lost a child subsequently, you'd need to do another chalitza. But the point is, there's no real harm done in doing chalitza. Do the chalitza. Okay, if she turned out to be pregnant, according to Rish Lakesh, so then, uh, so you do another chalitza. According to Yochanan, if you pray, if you gave her chalitza, even if she was pregnant and lost a child, no harm, you know, so, so the chalitza was good. If she had a viable baby afterwards, the chalitza is meaningless, right? Said, oh, she said, don't give her chalitza because she had a viable baby afterwards and people will know about the people who are the chalitza. Let's say she can't marry a Kohen and you have to let him know with the second notice that she could marry a Kohen, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, if you did a chalitza and she wasn't pregnant, it would be a good chalitza. According to everybody, you did a chalitza. You're not supposed to do it. We understand why you shouldn't marry within three months because maybe she has a baby and... Uh, it, you, and you're marrying, or you're you're marrying uh, your sister-in-law, your brother's wife, when you're not supposed to, because she has children. It's and mamzer, etc. That's bad news, right? That we understand. Chalitza, you're not supposed to, but if you did, according to Rishlakesh, if she was pregnant, you need another chalitza. Everybody agrees. If uh, if she wasn't pregnant, so no harm done. You did chalitza. The chalitza works. Okay, so. We say over here, Tanur Rabbanu, with two lines from the bottom of my mouth and base. Tanur Rabbanu, let's say they gave a chalitza within three months. You're not supposed to, but they did. They did. She still has to wait three months after death. When we say the three months, the three months, you have to wait three months to get remarried after the death of the first husband. Because at that point, he couldn't impregnate her anymore, right? So if he gave, let's say he gave chalitza against what the rules are. The rules are don't give her even or chalitza, but he gave her chalitza. And she wasn't pregnant. The chalitza is good, according to everybody. So, but you still have to wait. She still can't get married. You can't be married. The shuk, she can't marry somebody in the street, meaning not in the family, because she got chalitza until three months from death. La'achar gimel. 
Let's say the Gifchalit said they waited the three months and Gifchalit said, Ain't so you don't have to wait anymore. You can give her Chalitza today and she can get married in the afternoon because she already waited the three months since the death of her first husband. Have so Yechor, you see from here, Kormis lies like, you see from over here, that I give him a Chadashim Shom Mishas Misas When do you count the three months from? Not from the time of Chalitza. When you say you have to wait three months, it's from the time of the death of the first husband. Velomishas Chalitza, not from the time of the Chalitza, but rather from the time of the death of the husband. Maishim, we guess, the Gemara says, how is this from get? The Rav Amishas Nasina. Rav says, when, when uh, do you count three months? Remember, we said three months for any woman. How, wh- what about a woman who got divorced? When do you count three months from? So Rav says, from the time that he gave her the get. Shmuel says, Mishas Ksiva, from the time that he wrote the get, because from the time that he wrote the get, he's not allowed to stay with her anymore, because then it's called a get yoshan. It's a get that he gave her, and then maybe he changed his mind and remarried her, so that's not good. But in any case, you see, it's from the time that you gave it. So why is it different than Chalitza? Why, when it comes to a get, it's from the time that he gave her the get, or from the time that he wrote the get? And why over here is it from the time of the, uh, of the death, not from the time of the chalitza. Um, Rav, very simple. Kavachomer, Isr Kores Hitarta. What's Isr Kores? If he would perform Yibam, if he performs Yibam on her, what do we say? Have to wait three months. Why? Because maybe she's pregnant from the first husband and it's Eshazach Shlob Mokim Mitzvah, Chayev Kores, right? So if over there you're Matar three months from the time of death, period, so Isr Lav, Lokoshkein, what's the Isr if the Yibama does not marry her Yavam, the brother-in-law? What does she do? She says, oh, I don't care about all these things. I'm just going to marry some Mary John in the street, right? It's a love. So if your matzah or a, chai, a possible kares after three months from the death, you count from the death. So certainly, here's the death certificate. Three months, you wait 90 full days, not including that day, 90 full days afterwards. If you can get married, then you can certainly, if you can get married or nine days after, so you, you can certainly be matzah to marry the shuk with, uh, 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 at that point. In other words, What's the, what's the possible Isra marrying Lashuk? That it's a lav, that she's, uh, she's, a, um, she's chayev in yibum, or chalitza, and she didn't wait for that. So, but by, so you're matter her to get married Lashuk, and the, the worst possible case is that it's only a lav. So if you're matter a lav, if you're matter uh, Isra Kores 90 days later, meaning marrying her, she, you, can, she, you can marry her 90 days later, certainly she can get married Lashuk 90 days later after the death. What 30 days? 90 days or 30? Yeah. No, 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 it's just, she's supposed to wait 90 days, not 30 days. Yeah. Yes. To the Yavam. Well, okay, so, it tur- so here's the deal. We had that before. So if turns out that she's pregnant, so they should separate right away. Wait, see what happens. If the baby is not viable, if the baby's not viable, then technically you could stay married to her, but the rabbis gave him a knas and say you should divorce her because you were a bad boy. You know, because you should divorce. He needs, she needs a get now because technically in Torah they're married. If he, if he sleeps with her subsequent to the death of, her, of his deceased brother who died childless, then he, uh, uh, he, 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 she's, uh, she's his wife and you would need a get. If there, and if there was a baby, from the first husband, and you know it was from the first husband, you have to bring a carbon, because uh, he did it for Shogi. He didn't really mean to do that. He wasn't amazed that he didn't know she was pregnant. But if it turned out she was pregnant, you have to bring a carbon. They both have to bring a carbon because they were over in a terrible Isra, Isakaris. If you're not sure whose baby it was, we said before, what do you do? You bring an Asham Talui. If, because maybe, they don't know whose baby it was. 
If it was the first, either way they have to separate, because maybe it was the first husband's. If it was the first husband's, then he's not allowed to marry her. And they have to bring an Ashim Tali, because they, they don't know. Maybe it's his husband, maybe it's his. As we said before, the kid is kosher either way, right? Why is the kid kosher? Because if it's the first husband's, he's a kosher kid. And if it's the second husband's, it's a kosher kid. So even if the Yavah married her the next day after the husband died, you know, in, in the middle of the Shiva, he married, he married her. And uh, there was a child, they, 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 you know, he has to give her a get. But, uh, but they can't stay married because they don't know whose kid it is. If it was the first husband's... But is the original marriage, is the marriage valid though? Marriage is valid, you need a get, yes. Because he performed Yibam on her, he, mar- he married... Oh, oh, excuse me, no, 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 no. If, no, if there was no child, if it turned, I'm sorry, if it turns out that the baby died, the baby was not viable, or it was his child, the second husband's, then the marriage is valid. If it was the first husband's child, then she is forbidden to him, it's like if a person commits adultery, is he married to that woman? No, she's married to the first husband. And is also in his circumstances, it's like, it's like a person marrying his sister, or in this case, marrying his sister-in-law. If that's, the marriage is not chal, you don't need to get for that. But the problem is if you're not sure, if you're not sure yet, etc. That's what we discussed before, the mission was before. Okay, so says the Gemara like this. So we said all women have to wait three months. All women. What do you mean? We understand why Yavama has to wait three months. Why? Because maybe she's pregnant, right? And maybe it's the first husband's and there's no Yibam. Why? Why do you have to wait? What's the difference whose, hus- whose child it is? You know, if it's the first husband's kid's kosher, if it's the second husband's kid's kosher. The Pasuk says, I'll be for you for God, and to your children afterwards, to discern to, to uh, know, uh, bain, to discriminate, bain zaro shalbishon zaro shen, and you have to know whose kid it is. Rashi points out that the shechina is only shora el alavadon, only if you know who's the, the, the family. If a kid doesn't know who his, fam- who his father is, that's not good, the shechina is not, does not rest on it. Yeah. Could be a rusha problem, could be a rusha would be a problem too, correct. If there were, let's say, let's say in a regular case, we're not talking about even now, in general, uh, question who's a Kohen, question who's Yerusha is, if the, if the, uh, there were two fathers here, right? The first, uh, the first, uh, the, the two husbands. So let's say the first husband had other children who were for sure his children. And the second husband had other children we had before. Each, each, uh, each group of children is going to tell this Suffolk, go to the other one. You're not part of us. Yeah. He has, it's ain't something A lot of other problems. But the main reason he says is, Lazaro Haracha, you got to know, Must rubber What do you mean? Ger Yoris. Sometimes you have a Gary and Gioris, they're married, and they are together. Now they're new, like new people, but they're the same two people, right? They were married before, they have to, and now they get their Megayer. They have to separate, they have to separate for three months. Now what do you, what is the Lahafkin? They know they were married before, it's their children. Okay, before they were Goyim, and now they're Jews. Uh, they're before, now they weren't Jewish, now they're Jewish. But, but there's no discriminating whose husband, whose child it is. We know whose child it is. If the reason is because of you to discern whose child it is, what, what's the reason for that here? So, we want to know if it was born, if the child was conceived the Kedusha or not. That's important also to know if this child was conceived in Kedusha. It's also for, you know, for spiritual reasons. Okay. So they want to know, either way, you know, also the difference is, is that, uh, you know, either way, you see, either way, uh, even if the child was conceived while she was a shiksa, right? But when the child's born, 
the born the child was born to a Jewish mother, so the kid would be Jewish either way, but he wasn't conceived Jewish. And if he wasn't conceived Jewish, then that really wouldn't be his father. Either way, that's not a coin because a gear can't be a coin, but it wouldn't really be his father because he was conceived by a guy. Now it's the same person, it's the same physical person, but now he's Jewish. Okay, that's another reason. So that's all one reason. Why do you have to wait three months in general, not even over here, just in general. Why wait three months to know whose kid it is? It's important to know, as we said, for spiritual reasons. Rabbi says a different reason. A very, uh, some practical, very simple. These are, he's gonna bring down four cases. It's very, here, here's, what, here's what's gonna happen. Let's assume that, um, they, they, they weren't careful. He, married, he got married a few weeks after, uh, she, she, she remarried a few weeks after her husband died or after her husband divorced or whatever. And now she has a child. Now he assumes that the child is, is the second husband's, but in truth it was the first husband's. And the first husband went off and got married to divorce her and got married to some other people. He got married to somebody else. Now what happens? This, the child of this one may marry the child, may marry his own sister because you don't, know, you don't know whose child it is, right? When you don't know whose child it is, marry your sister. Or or he might be, I might think he's from the Rosh uh, Let's say she has another child afterwards, right? Besides this one that we're not sure about, she has another son afterwards. And he gets married, this other child later, when he dies with no children. Who's gonna be Miyabamur? This guy, this kid, right? He's gonna be Miyabamur. Uh, Zek Savershu Achiv Meyava, but it turns out, who is he really? He's Achme Imo. They have the same mother. In other words, this woman, let's call her Mary. Okay? Mary uh, got divorced and got remarried. Now, she got remarried right away and she had a son. Later on, a couple of years later, she had another son. The second son got married and um, had a, 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 got married, no children, died with no children. So this Suffolk, this first child, says, okay, perform Yibam. But the truth is, they don't have the same father. The first uh, child was really from the other guy. Now, who is he married? So what's wrong with that? It's not, he's, they don't have the same father, but they have the same mother. Yeah. She gave birth to both. Now he's marrying his brother's wife, his brother from the same mother, not the same father. There's no Yibam over there. That's a Shlach Shalom Mitzvah. So there's problems over here. You see, there's, there's real, it's not simply whose kid it is. You can run into real problems here. Or Biotzi is Imol Right, another one. What's that? Let's say the mother doesn't have any more children, right? And uh, and uh, he dies. Let's say his mother now dies. Uh, not his mother. Mother. In other words, let's say the second husband now. Mary married the second husband right away, and he dies with no children. But they think that this child is his, the second one's. And what is she going to do now? She's going to get married Lashuk. They think there's no even because this child was her was the child of the second one, but he wasn't. The second guy really died with no children, therefore there should be even there. Or Vifteris Yevimto Lashuk. Again, let's say this Suffolk. We'll call him the Suffolk, right? This one, we're not sure whose child it is, uh, who, who his father is. Let's say he has a let's say he has a brother on his father's side. He has a brother on his side, and um, he died, loyal Abanim. And this guy didn't have any children, Umais, and he died. He thinks, this Suffolk thinks he's the son of the new husband. And it turns out that he's really the son of the old guy. And the, and the old guy, his brother died with no children, right? In other words, 
right? There was this this guy was really uh, the son of who? Yeshlo Ahmed. In other words, this suffolk was really the son of the first husband, right? And the first husband uh, died. The first husband's son, the other son, died with no children. And this kid should have performed Yibam, right? This kid should have performed Yibam because they had the same father. But he thinks, but this kid thinks he's really from the second guy. So the first, the first, you know, say the first brother, the brother of the first, the son of the first husband died with no children, but he really has a brother who should perform Yibam. And he's not going to do Yibam. Why? Because this kid thinks he's from the second husband. So he, he thinks they, he, he, the, the first the, the the family thinks that the first uh, guy who died the first his real brother the older brother from the first husband uh, died and there were no brothers to perform Yibam. so she's going to marry Lashuk that's this last case Yifter es Yivimto that's what the Gemara says Yifter es Yivimto Lashuk so all these cases are cases where a Suffolk if he's not sure who it is can can run into real problems yeah no they 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 don't think they. He doesn't. Chalitza from whom? He's a stranger. We're not sure. We're not sure. Uh, okay, no, we're talking. We're we're not sure, but they think they are sure. They think they are sure. They, they they're not sitting here. Allah is uh, thinking like this. She gets married early, and they forget about it, and then they go off and they're on their own way, and they think uh, he thinks he's married. He's from the second husband. You know, they want to make it nice and stuff. He's from the second husband, and they forget about it. And the first husband may not. The first brother from the first the brother from the first husband who died now with no children. He doesn't even know that he's got a brother. The family doesn't even know he's got a brother. She went off and she moved to Vegas. And so what's her, uh, so what's her status? Now? So now she's the Yavama marrying Lashuk, uh, uh, or she's the, she's the Yavama marrying uh, uh, marrying Lashuk without getting even or chalitza. Is that just a, a, a yeah? Vatal, a, 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 an ashe? Huh? Is that just being the Vatlan Asay? Yeah, yeah, Vatlan Asay, right, Vatlan Asay, right. But the children are always this is really should should get even more chalitza from this suffolk over here, Lashuk, and this is Lashuk below chalitza. The Gabigir Rashi says, and Gabigir Yoris Lachadamehanihad. You can work out the case on a Gabigir Yoris also. Maybe he'll again. Maybe he'll be Miyavam Eishach Mimo. He'll think he'll think that what that. Um, uh, that he's a brother of the new one, of the, the new one after the after after she um, after she uh, converted. She'll think, in other words, when she has this suffix, you'll think that she's from the new husband. In other words, a Gerenigyoris from a Geyer, and she has a child seven months later because they didn't separate. And they think she's, uh, you know, that he's from the new. After they converted, they had this baby. Then they had another baby later on. The other baby died with no children. Uh, you know, had been married and died with no children. And this guy is going to be this Suffolk who was born seven months after they converted is going to be Yavim his wife. Oh, that's bad because he really wasn't his wife. Why? Because they didn't have the same father. Why? They physically they had the same father, but this kid was really born when the father was a guy. So they're not really father. They don't have the same father. So it's a shavuot mitzvah. And Rashi says, Rashi goes on to say, Kivan Shivas of Dusha and Stamma Vodas Kachavim Zonahi. Rashi throws that in, and Marsha goes crazy with this. Marsha says, What do you mean? It's not because I'm, even if you know, it's not because she was a Zona and she slept with others, she slept around. It's, it's because, very simple, because maybe this child, this Suffolk, was, was conceived when they were Goyim, and now the second son 
born a few years later, was conceived after they were converted. So they don't have the same father. And, he, and they think they do have the same father. So when the other brother died, died having left a wife with no children, this suffolk will be her, and it says, Shavshalav Moka Mitzvah, Chayef Kares, because they're Jews now, Chayef Kares. So, so this, so Rubber brings down real serious cases. This is not just, you know, we won't know whose kid it is, you know, we won't know whose kid it is, you won't know who his father is. These are real serious problems that can arise from here. Masra Chananya, Chayef says what? Bukulon Ekran, but all the other ones where the, where the rabbi said, don't get married, don't make Yibam, because maybe you'll get the ever like you know the, don't marry a woman within three months because maybe uh, don't make even after within three months because maybe she'll have a child from the first husband and say she'll talk about mitzvah the commission to us on here it's simply for the vlad for the vlad to know who he is it sounds like not because of erva and according to you vimisa according to rubber's reasoning all these things are also because of erva because as we just said if you don't know whose children is he might perform even when he's not supposed to he might free his mother or free a yavama when he's not supposed to we don't know what's going to happen so the answer is no the other ones so the other ones uh, the other ones are because of an erva of who of the person himself in other words the yavam itself might be marrying the wrong person. Here we're talking about where the child could marry or not marry the wrong person. So now the Gemara just goes into, okay, so we understand why we want to know whose child it is, not simply to know whose child it is, but also that no, no, uh, nothing wrong should come out. Like the case of the Ger, the last case of the Ger that we just pointed out, the Ger and the Gioris. They had a baby seven months, they, they were Megayers, seven months, and they didn't separate, and seven months later they had a baby. They thought it was after, after they became Jewish, and it wasn't, it was really from before, and he's not a brother to the child that they're gonna have a few years later. And he might perform Yibam when he's not supposed to. So that we understand that those far. Now the Gemara is gonna go, what's the, why three months? Why not two months? Why not a month? What's the, what's the idea of three months? Wait three months. I understand why she shouldn't wait two months. Why? But you know, say low, in a regular case, just to separate the regular case, you know, where you wait three months, why? That's Is she a nine month? Is the baby a nine month old baby from the first husband, or a seven month baby from the second husband? And if he's born seven months later, right? She get married immediately after he divorced her. Let's say he divorced her, and she had a baby seven months later, and they didn't separate. They didn't wait. She didn't wait three months. She she didn't wait at all. So we understand why, because maybe. Uh, maybe uh, we don't know if it's a seven month or a nine month. Seven month from the new husband, nine month from the first one. Why not wait one month? Just wait one month to let her get married. Let's say she gives birth seven months later. So it's It's certainly from the second husband because eight month babies don't live, right? The If she gives birth eight months later, she waited one month. And if she had a baby eight months later, that would be a nine-month baby from the first one. So just wait one month and see. The answer is, even if she gave birth after eight months, that doesn't prove that it was from the first husband. Maybe it took her one month to get pregnant. What do you think? She got pregnant the first time? The first time that they had Dia, they, they get it's possible that, uh, you know, it's, if, she, if you waited one month and she had a baby eight months later, that doesn't prove that it's from the first husband. Maybe she got married and she had, she got pregnant with the second husband a month later and had a seven month baby. So the Tantra Sheikh Lashamatza, so wait wait two and a half months. You don't have to wait the full three months, wait two and a half months and figure like this for Tina and let her get married two and a half months later. Why? The English should be off, she gives birth seven months later, I and you know it's from the second husband. The Ishiso Palga, 
And if it's, she gives birth six and a half months later, Yolda, it must be a nine-month baby from the first husband. Why? It's from the second husband. We're assuming now that a six-and-a-half-month baby couldn't live. So if she had a baby six and a half months later, when it was way two and a half months, if a baby was born two, six and a half months later, then it's a nine month baby from the first husband. And if it's uh, seven months later, then it's from the second husband. The answer is, I'm an the even if she gives birth six and a half months later, equal to Mary it could be from the second husband. We won't know if it's from the first or second. Why? We mentioned this before. Even if you hold, if you hold, now there's different cases today. They can, today they have all kinds of medicine to help all kinds of pregnancies, but even if you held then that uh, if a woman gives birth in nine months, it's always a full-term baby. Maybe they maybe they miscounted, but nine months is usually a full-term baby. You let us yell the lasagna if she gives birth after seven months, a seven, and it's a seven-month baby. You let us go and give birth even a partial month. In other words, six months and a couple days is already seven months, and that's that's Oskahal. I mean, we had a guy in Colo like that too, and tells that got married six months later they had a baby and everybody was laughing but the truth is that that can that can happen you can have to, you can have a baby six months and a few days after becoming pregnant and after two the tkufas yam tkufa is a season a season is three months right so to me it's kufas is base two months that's six months right two two seasons me yamam is base so six months and two days could also have a baby so the time to mash so why don't you do this okay listen okay fine we'll get that why don't you just wait a little, wait a couple of days, but she doesn't get married. But she moves three months after she gets married, Lebetka, check her. There's a way to check her breasts to see if she's pregnant, her breasts uh, get enlarged in preparation for the birth, etc. Why doesn't she just examine then? Have her go to a gynecologist at that point. You don't check married women unnecessarily. They shouldn't become repulsive on their husbands. Notice then it was considered repulsive. Today we have gynecologists, it's considered normal, women gynecologists, but in those days it was considered, you know, we consider embarrassing for a woman to have to be checked by a man. Uh, so she didn't want to, she didn't want to be, do this, the husband would consider that repulsive, so he didn't want to do it. So therefore, that wasn't an option. Why don't you check the way she walks? A pregnant woman usually has heavier feet. Check, have, have her go through some dirt, a dirt sand, walk through sand and see if she's if she's a little heavier, if she's not, not as uh, well balanced. A woman is able to control herself and cover herself up, in other words, to hide her pregnancy. Her first husband, well, maybe she got divorced from the first husband because he couldn't provide for her, and she married a rich guy now, and she wants to make sure that, the, uh, that they think that her, that her baby is from the second husband so that her, he'll, get a good, uh, he'll get a good inheritance. So she might hide that. She might be able to, uh, you know, to hide the fact that she's pregnant. So let's assume that she's, okay, fine, that's all good. But let's say you know she's pregnant. We said all women <coughs> who are getting remarried must wait three months. What about women who are pregnant right now? Right? Her husband died and she's pregnant. Why not? So, hey, the Kimon is when she knows she's married, let her get married. Tina, say, a long time, why are we learning? You're not allowed to get married to a married woman or a woman nursing. If you did, you went against the rabbis. We had whether you can never take her back or whether you can take her back after she weaned the baby. But this sheet of hell, you should never marry her again. Zera, Shemitasu Bazan. Oh, you know why? What's the reason why? The reason why she didn't marry is not because of the three month to know whose baby it is. If she's pregnant at the time that she gets married, she's obviously from the first husband. <coughs> well, not this manazed, but <laughs> right, but uh, 
but you know she's pregnant already, so whoever she's been with is, is she's, she's, it's from him. The answer is, we're afraid that the Uber will get, will get killed. She'll miscarry because of the second husband. The second husband sleeping with her will cause the first baby to be like a sandal, to be like a flat fish, and it'll be, it'll be uh, deformed, and she'll miscarry. So she, if that's the case, she shouldn't be allowed to live with his own pregnant wife. If Bia could, could cause the baby to, to get the form, so he shouldn't be able to live his own life. So the Elamad Ramok, the answer about the answer we had before, that if a woman is, is pregnant, she could sleep with the contraceptive. When they sleep together, he use a contraceptive. Ramok, that's a, like a, a cloth, you know, a, a, an absorbent uh, when, they're, when they have Bia, or right after Bia, according to uh, Tosis. Elamad Omar, or you go with the sheet of the other sheet that that's 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 that can happen that can you know that it's okay even women who are pregnant or have deal with their husbands and uh you know that's that's the normal course thing that's the normal course of uh humanity and they, they the baby won't get destroyed so if she's allowed to live with her husband without being concerned that the baby is going to be hurt by the Bia, so what's the difference if it's a new husband or an old husband? A new husband also says Elamishim the Chasa because of the pressure of the Bia will hurt. So if the pressure will hurt the baby, not the Bia itself. In other words, the idea of a sandal is that 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 the Bia itself, if she becomes pregnant the second time, the second Bia, a second pregnancy can ruin the first pregnancy. Here we're saying it's actually the physical pressure of him being on top of her can can cause damage. He could also pressure his own wife too. He shouldn't be able to sleep with his own wife who's pregnant. See, by his own child, he's going to be careful. He doesn't want to hurt the child. So he doesn't want to hurt another child too. The person doesn't want to kill somebody. He doesn't want to kill a baby. The reason is that a woman who's pregnant normally is going to nurse her child, right? If she's capable. Dilma Diabra, maybe she'll, she'll uh, if she's uh, pregnant, right? Maybe she'll become pregnant again. In other words, the reason why you shouldn't marry somebody who is, who is pregnant or nursing is because maybe she'll become pregnant again or her, her milk will become turbid, will become turbid or, will, or turbid or will dry up. But cut lane, the child won't have what to eat and the child will die. So, so again, your own child also. How can you have bia? With, how can you have bia? Maybe the kid will become ruined. Uh, His own, he will give. He will support with the eggs and, and milk. You'll get cow milk. So the So her kid also, he could do the same thing. The husband's not going to give. He's not going to pay. Why can't she demand from the orshim? Of the first husband that they should pay for that. A woman's not going to come to court. Women are reluctant to come to court, and she won't know what to feed her child. Her new husband's not going to support the baby. They're not going to support the baby, and she has no means of support. The kid will die. The Mishnah said, whether they were uh, virgins or married, makes a difference. Why do you talk about psulas and rus? That's the same thing. If they're virgins, they're not mar- they're, they're rus. That means they're not married yet. Why do you mention all these various cases? Three months. What's the difference if, they're, if they are non-virgins are married. It's the same idea. Either way, you wait the three months. It's not telling you different cases. Whether they were widowed or divorced, whether they were only engaged originally, so they didn't, there was no chance of them having a child, or whether they were married already, that's the same, same halacha. You wait three months. Rabbi Lezer didn't come to the base medish one day. Ashka the Ravasi found Ravasi Amalei. My Amar Rabban Benesh. What did the Rabban say in the base medish? Amalei Hachi Amar Rabban Benesh. Rabbi Yochanan said, Hachi Rabbi Yosi. Rabbi Yosi said in our Mishnah 
that you could get engaged. You can't get married, right? But you could get engaged because getting engaged is not going to be a problem of, of discerning whose child it is. They can all get married, except for an almana. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yudah really said the same thing, but Rabbi Yudah added a little bit more. So that's what he said. The lach is like Rabbi Yudah, the lach is like Rabbi Yossi. What do you mean? The Tanakhama argues. Are you saying that the Tanakhama was a, as a single opinion? Because if it was a, a majority opinion, you'd go with that. Let's say a woman had problems at home. She was always running to her father's house. There was a fight there. Or he was in jail. He was an old man, or sick, she was sick, or she had just miscarried. After her husband died, she miscarried. So there's no ch- in all these cases, there's no chances that she's pregnant. She was barren. She was incapable of having children. You see over here, you could have, Moshe Feinstein says you can have children. You're allowed to have deal with a woman even though she has no womb, even though you don't consider that it's not considered masturbation. Oh, islandess. Oh, she ain't a real island. In all these cases, Rameyer says you have to wait three months in all cases. You see that Rabbi Yossi argued with an individual. He says you could get engaged, Rabbi Yossi, get an individual. Rabbi retracted that opinion and he said, no, nobody can get married within three months. You don't say you can get engaged. You don't get engaged, you don't get married, nothing. Three months, we don't care if she's barren. The rule is a general rule. Nobody gets married within, th- nobody gets remarried within three months. If he retracted, it's because of the Mishnah we learned in Karen Be'avna. The Tanya, I heard from them, they all wait three months, no matter what. When you come for a Rami, I ask him this question. Did Rebbechon really say that they could get engaged where there's no chance of having a baby? All women should not get married, should not get engaged. You have to wait three months. Whether they're virgins or not. Whoever asked this question did not was not worried about his flower. Notice he didn't grind it well, meaning he wasn't careful with what he said. Why? That's a Stam Mishnah, but there's a Machlokas afterwards. If there's a Machlokas in the Mishnah and it's followed by a Stam Mishnah, either in that Mesechet or in the, later on in the same Seder, so therefore, you see over here that you can't ask a kasha from there. Yes, he retracted. The truth is, nobody should get married within three months. But you can't do it based on the Mishnah because it's a machlok. It's a Mishnah. Our Mishnah is a stam bachach machlokas. Just one little story. Rabavu was was on the shoulders of his uh, of his uh, servant Rav Nachum. He was asked while he was riding on his shoulders. The, the servant was asking questions. What's the halacha when there's a machlokas in the Mishnah and it's followed by stam by by a um, an, uh, an an authorless uh, you know it's it's authorless it's stam it's uh, um, what's what's the word I'm looking for Michael. Anonymous, an anonymous uh, answer. The what's the halacha? Amalei halacha kestam. Stam bachem machlokas. Why? What's if it's a stam bachem machlokas? Amalei ain't halacha kestam. So what if it? What if it's a stam in a mishnah? This nasisa machlokas b'brisamai. Amalei halacha kestam. Halacha is still like a stam. What about machlokas? Nasisa mestam b'brisa. My amalei bechirebi loshan. If Rebbe listed it as a machlokas because he didn't want to paskin and get listed as a stam mishnah. Those Rebbe said it's stam authorless. He meant to say that's the halacha. If Rebbe didn't know the halacha, Rabchia Menaimo, Rabchia, who authored the Brysis, who is his student, who was Rebbe's student, how could he have known? And therefore, if it's a, a machlokas and a mission, a stam and a brysa, 
we, we don't go like the Stam, because Rebbe said it's not Stam. He didn't want to in that way. And that's how we end off. And tomorrow, tomorrow is going to ask Akasha about this Stam Bachach Machlokas. All right, again, as we said before, tomorrow there won't be a live shear. The next live shear will be on Wednesday, and, um, but it'll be, the tomorrow shear will be on the podcast. Mo'adim l'simcha. I'm saying it's five to six. He didn't get to the end of the omelet.